Hello, and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And today I am joined by... Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Uh, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi, everybody. My name is Christina. I will be playing Elion. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret, and she's kind of a performer, petty theft. And this is exalted like a dragon blooded. There is a fat man, a uh, an old woman, a small child and a appearance six fay. How do can you repeat that last one for me real quick? Just make sure I heard it correctly. An appearance six fay. All right. So I thought. Not to be appearance dead, Faye. How do you all want to deal with this? Join battle? First of all, did uh, Rush Bilar follow us, or did he stay behind? Uh, he's going to be following you, yes. Okay. I mean, I'm not opposed to uh, possibly fighting this thing, but I also don't know much about Faye in this world. You said it stopped and looked at us, so it's not sucking the essence out of her currently, right? Currently, yes. It is looking at you all very confused, as you all did basically burst, uh, open up the door, and are staring at it. Elion's just going to nudge Divine and shift their eyes down to where he has the paperwork. Yeah. Um, Divine's going to look at Elion. Look back at the creature, look at the mummy, look at Butterball, and then just let out a sigh. <sighs> this is bad for business. And confidently stroll up and uh, hand the letter to the mummy. I presume this belongs to, this is a... Uh, addressed to you. Sabrina, I, uh, you might want to read this before uh, anything else happens. And Elion's going to keep an eye on the fey creature. The fey creature's hand has not left the small child, but whatever that it's doing, it's more interested in the enlightened essence that has entered the room. Whereas the old woman, the mummy, snatches the letter out of Divine's hand, and when you say her name, she hisses at you. You, you know you don't have to make this harder than it needs to be. I, I, would you like me to summarize uh, what's, go what's gonna happen? Or would you just like to read the letter? She takes the letter... <laughs> I don't play by your rules anymore, Prince of the Earth. And she 
rips it in half in front of you. Divine plan B. Cool. Um, so divine is going to, so I don't know if you want this to be my stunt for join. I'm just going to describe it and then you tell me whether it's my stunt for join battle or not. Also, I want to use my elemental bolt as a, like a warning shot. Do you want me to spend the essence on that? Um, if you're not aiming to actually throw it at someone or do any, uh, anything more that's not like cinematic damage, I'll allow it to be spent without, without using essence and have that be part of your joint battle. Gotcha. Divine is going to somersault over the young, like over her shoulders and land between her and the fae, throwing a ring of lightning over the Faye's shoulder, kind of like the uh, like the Tron disc somersault stuff. And he's gonna look back at uh, the other two and the Faye and say, I told you, you didn't have to make this harder than it needed to be. And with his join battle, push the girl back towards Elian. Okay. Um, so it sounds like that we are going to be rolling join battle. Then I will definitely give you a, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a two dot bonus for that, uh, t- a two point stunt for that. So two extra dice and a, uh, automatic success. And it's wits and awareness. Yep. That only slightly changes what I wanted to do. <laughs> so six for me. Plus an automatic three. So you're actually at nine. Uh, should I say what I'm going to do? Please. All right. Slightly changing a little bit. Uh, since I can do a thematic, Elion is going to take a step forward, coalesce that little bit of essence into their hand, and fire it at the, the foot of the fake creature as Divine is pushing uh, my back towards Elion. Uh, they're going to kind of grab her and sweep uh, her kind of behind them a little bit for more protection, if I can. And look at the fake creature and be like, you want essence so bad? Come and get some. I have plenty. And just kind of collect the essence on their hands and just a display. Okay. Rad. I will give you a two-dot stunt for that. Uh, Britt, did you, er, and Ferris, did you want to add anything onto your joint battle roll? I have nothing as cool as that. <laughs> I kicked down the door. That's my cool thing. Fair enough. I'm going to throw a ferret at its face. Not if it's going to hurt him. I prefer Zeke to not die to a fake creature. And uh, Bilar is also going to join battle by uh, taking a pair of daggers off of uh, his hip. Okay, so um, going first is going to be Sabrine, or uh, the, the, the mummy creature. Question for you, are any of you all sorcerers? No. Ricky is. Well, Ricky's not here. This thing begins speaking in Old Realm and is going to use a sorceress action to try and gain, gather sorceress motes around it. It is also going to expend uh, essence. Ouch, that's a, that's a pretty... Decent number. So it expends essence to gather sorceress motes around it. 
as that it does this, you can see on its forehead a symbol like a circle pop up that is half filled in. The circle bleeds. Oh, no. And that is its turn. Next on initiative is Divine at nine. All right. With the girl safely behind Elyon, Divine is going to put a foot on the kneecap of the uh, fake creature and use that as a push-off point to do a backflip and gain a little bit of distance. Uh, pretty much want to move from, what is it, short, close to short, and then throw a uh, spin four motes to throw a elemental at its face as he lands. Like, I gave you your warning. Back off. Okay, so this sounds like a um, a disengage action to me, since you're at close range. Gotcha, gotcha. So what's the roll? Uh, that? that would be, uh, is an opposed roll of dex and dodge against dex and athletics. And then to let you know, since you are making that disengage action, you are technically flurrying your attack with it next, so one of your actions is going to suffer a minus three. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take a minus three on the attack. Okay. And I don't have anything to supplement that disengage, so it's just straight uh uh to let you know. Um so first off by giving the description I'm gonna give you an extra two dice. And to let you know this thing has a combat movement of uh it basically has an opposed dice roll against you of eight dice. Dope. Only three successes. You gonna kill me in the first round like you did, Tyler? Um, it, so it's not that he's going to kill you in the first round. It's that uh, this thing refuses to let you uh, leave close range with it. Yeah, pretty much like I go to jump off and it grabs me by the ankle and is like, "Nah, we're fighting." Uh, it, it's not necessarily that it grabs you by the ankle so much as like you kick off of it and it decides to follow you with the grace of a too long limbed creature. Gotcha. So uh, when you're shooting at it, you are still considered at close range and would take all the benefits or penalties of being at close range and using a ranged weapon. Yeah, it gives me an extra die for being at close range. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, I'll give you an extra two dice for uh, basically for stunting with the with the attack as well. So so with the flurry and the extra dive you get from being at close range. Um, and the stunt, like basically everything comes out to your regular dice pool. Gotcha. Um, to let you know before that you roll, if you wanted to add anything else to it, um, it's evasion is a three. I think I should be all right. I don't have anything for thrown yet. That's what I'm going to be training in. So that's one threshold. Yep. Uh, so what is your damage? Damage is 12. Plus, uh, is that including the one threshold? Uh, no, that's base. Okay, so this thing has a soak of 14. Do you have any overwhelming on it? Overwhelming is three. Okay, so then you are rolling three dice. And this was a withering attack, right? Yes. Okay. For a total of zero successes. 
Okay. So you do not reap any of its initiative. However, since that you got a successful hit on it, you do gain one initiative. Hey, that counts for something. Basically, the elemental bolt came out and it hit it, but the wild magics that protect the uh, the Fae kind of shrugged off the, the raw essence. Next up at eight is Elian. Okay, so thinking about it, that this creature likes to up essence, uh, using essence-based attacks on it, like literal globs of essence, might not be the smartest thing to use on it. So Elian sees Sabrine uh, powering up, Super Saiyan up it with sorcery, and decides that's that's probably going to be a threat right there. Um, so they're not messing around, and I'm going to use my turn to assume Blazing Lotus form. You see Elyon just concentrate for a moment and then do very deliberate practice motions and shift into their form. I'm going to blow that out of my peripheral, so now I'm up at glowing anima. Ooh, fancy. Uh, so also going at eight is Danique Sora, who is going to spend his uh, his movement to try to disengage with everyone and start running out of the brothel like the coward that he is. Does anyone want to move to stop him? I don't think I can. If I'm assuming my form this round. Pretty sure I am also in a prior engagement. I mean, I would, but I'm last in initiative. Uh, you can still act to try and stop him. It's like a reflexive action to, to try and stop him. Like he's running by you. You can stick your foot out and trip him. Well, then I would do like a fancy. Uh, like back handspring or something to land in front of him in front of the door. And then, like, kick him back into the room. You know, like a Sparta kick. Okay. Wow. Get You get in front of him, and I kind of, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, Britt, but you kind of, like, backspring in front of him and kind of do the, nah and then kind of, like, push him over. Yeah, basically. Like, like backhand spring to land in front of him, be like, you're not going anywhere, and just kind of, like, kick him back over, not like attack kick him, like use my foot to push him back because I have longer legs and arms. Since he made no attempt to attack this turn uh, and did not try to defend himself and instead just tried to run, um, he loses to initiative and is now prone on the ground. Next is going to be the fey creature who is very, very interested in divine. It is going to go in for a attack against you, Divine, with its... Uh... Actually, you know what? It's going to go and try to make a grapple on you. Dope. Four successes. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have asked. Uh, how are you trying to defend, uh, Divine? Uh, gonna try to defend by attempting to... Uh... Not quite a hip toss, but like using fluid motions to redirect its arm like over my shoulder as I like matrix under it and slide under its two tall legs. Okay, so is that a parry or an evade? 
Uh, I'm trying for an for an evasion. Okay. What is your evasion score? Evasion score of three. Since I made the mistake of rolling that, um, we can do one of two things. Either I thought that was a pretty cool description, so I can either give you a two dot stunt for that, and, which would boost your evasion to a five. But I'm not gonna. But you know, basically, I'm gonna let you have it, or we can re-roll uh and you can spend essence on any dodge charms if you want um i don't have any dodge charms. okay so in that case then i'm just gonna give you the boost and we're gonna call it even there dope okay so this thing goes in to try to grab you and it manages to uh miss the grapple but just barely only because you've been taking some really good uh, lessons from Ricky lately, it seems. Yeah. Been working on my uh, flexibility with that secretary. Next up is going to be Bilar at six, who is going to run in and with his daggers go to attack Sabrine. He manages a gla- uh, a glancing blow that uh, knocks her off balance. Uh, so next up is going to be Ferris at five. Uh, wh- how are you going to react to this? Who's your target? What are you doing? Well, since I kicked uh, Butterball down, I guess I'm going to safely aim at the Fae and not hit Divine or Elian. Yeah, you can you can totally do that. Actually, I'm going to aim for the mummy since they're handling the Fey. I'll help Bilar with the mummy and actually shoot at. Oh, her. I'm I'm going after Sabrine also. I'm not throwing okay. essence at an essence suck creature. They, me, I got this. Um, it'll be fine. Um, uh, I'll go whatever it has like. If only one person's aiming for one, I'll go for that one. So I guess I'll go for the Fey because I'm going to use my bow. I'm not going to use an like an essence attack unless I like using my essence for the attack counts. No, it it does not, and uh, that that sounds fine. So you're going after uh, you're going after the Fey with uh, with uh, divine. Yeah, because I figured I'm far enough to get. Hopefully short range or medium range. You would get, uh, which one gives you a better bonus? Short range gives me a plus four. Okay. Uh, let's go with your at short range then. I figured as much cause we're kind of in a room. Yeah. If you wanted to move out to medium range, you'd be welcome to, or move into close. You'd also be welcome to, but yeah, for now you're, everyone's kind of at short with each other, except for divine and, Divine and Bilar, who are in close range with their targets. Perfect. Then I am going to spend two moats for unobstructed hunter's aim. And I'm going to also spend four moats to use death from nowhere. How many moats in uh, profile do you have to spend to glow? Five. Okay, then that means I'm glowing. Once I kind of scan the room and lock eyes onto the Fae, I'm going to ready my bow, get my arrow knocked, point, uh, aim it at the Fae and kind of take a deep breath 
to like clear my mind and focus on shooting the fade and making sure like I have a perfect line of sight so it's not going to like hit anybody. Okay, sounds good. I will definitely give you a uh, two dot stunt for that. So add two dice, take an auto success. It has an evasion of three currently since it just took its turn. So it's onslaught penalty refresh. Hot damn. With the auto success, that is eight over. Uh, what is your damage? Uh, damage is plus nine. Plus the eight overwhelming. Um, so that would be 17 dice. Or I'm sorry, the eight threshold. And this thing's soak is... This thing has a soak of 14, but you did use that charm that lets you lower its soak um, by the lower of your essence or perception. So I'm going to assume that your essence is the lower one. Yeah, at two. Perception is at three. So then that makes it soak a 12, which means that you would be rolling uh, five dice of damage. I'm rolling five damage dice. Yes, because you were rolling 17, but it has an effective soak of 12. Man, I got excited when I had to roll 17. Ferris, you your initiative goes up to nine as you reap three initiative from it, and you also gain one from auto uh, automatically from hitting it. And this thing's initiative goes down to a four. It is now last on initiative. We go back to the top of the round with uh, uh, the mummy who is going to look at everyone here and give a wide tooth smile where that you can see overly large uh, canines that uh, seem to be dripping a little bit of blood. <laughs> we can't have any of this now, can we? And the woman in black begins to stand up to her full height at almost six and a half feet of just gangly skeleton with skin kind of sloughing around. Um, In contrast to um, the fae, this woman has an effective appearance of zero. And she's going to try and make another sorceress uh, action. Was it hideous or monstrous? I believe it's monstrous. Uh, as that she makes this uh, this sign and starts gathering dark uh, necrotic essence around her, you can see a kind of anti-light shimmer comes up around her as her anima banner is beginning to flare and flare. There's a sense of cold and dread within the room. Next up is Divine. All right. So, since it doesn't look like I'm getting out of close range with this thing, um, Divine's... Oh, also, everybody gets five essence because it hit the top of the round? Yes. So, with it being unable to... Divine's going to pretty much give up on disengaging. And you know what? Ricky's not here. And he's going to, like, sling his hands down to his side as uh, 
lightning begins to arc from his fists and throw punches that stop just short of the fey, but fling the lightning through it as he throws the punches to use the uh, elemental bolt again. I dig it. I wanted to flavor it as punching as possible without, you know, taking away the fact that it is still a thrown attack. Yeah, I will most certainly for that give you a uh, two extra dice and an auto success on that since it's because besides just you pu- punching at it and then flinging elemental energy at it, 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 it definitely I feel like has a harder time trying to dodge. Also, because it, it's not its turn yet, um, so its onslaught penalty stays there, it is currently at two evasion. Dope. Also, are you doing this as a um, withering attack or a decisive attack? A uh, withering attack. Okay. So that's seven successes. Okay, which is five over. So that would be a 17 for damage. Yes, minus its soak of 14. So that would be a three. Hey, it's just like Overwhelm. Hey, still nothing. But one success. Well, one initiative. Okay, so you are now up at 11. I'm just going to shout over its shoulder. At least I can keep it busy. Ferris, it is now your turn again at nine. What will you do? Wash, rinse, repeat. You're going to do the the same thing with the same amount of uh, charms and everything? Yeah, but this time what I want to do is, um, since I've at least hit it once, I want to kind of move and like shift over like maybe a step to look like I'm getting a different angle to hit it in a different spot because I want to basically try to like fill this thing with arrows kind of take a knee so I can balance myself a little bit better with everything going on to gain the focus to shoot it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will, I'll give you a, I'll give you a two, two extra dice for that. All righty. And that now brings my anima to burning. Hot damn Brit. That is, um, so because of this thing has not had a chance to refresh yet. Um, that is a total of 12 over. Uh, a good thing to keep in mind is if everybody attacks the same thing, it's going to be easier to hit towards the end of it. So, uh, Britt, your damage is, so it's 9 plus 12, so then that would be um, 21 um, minus 12 from, because I believe you said that you're using that soap charm again. Yep. Um, so that would be... 9. So you are rolling 9 damage dice. Hey, that's a crash, ain't it? That is in fact at four. That is in fact a crash, which boosts Ferris up to nineteen on initiative. All right, so next up is going to be Elian at eight. Cool. I have two questions, which will decide how what I'm going to do with my life. All right, so we're all within a. Uh, short range, right? Yes. Is there a way for me to get into close range with Sabrine with 
the path to get from where I'm at to where Sabrina's at. Can I get there and bypass any of the enemies without bypassing my allies? Uh, yes, yeah. I would say that there is a path that you all have kind of cleared up. Uh, there's, It's kind of the bonus of y'all being... Um, so it, it's kind of the bonus of a bunch of dragon-blooded working together is you all kind of instinctually know how to avoid and deal with each other's essences and how to assist each other. So the reason I ask is because I have a thing with my martial art that because I'm in my form, it kind of creates this environmental hazard around me if I activate it. Um, And it does damage to initiative per turn and trauma to anything that is within close range of me. So I was going to see if I could activate it move kind of through it towards Sabrine and ping the enemies as I go along and then rush up to her and just full like crackling essence palm like bunt like the uh, hard end of the palm like go straight up into her face and like shatter her teeth out. Okay. Um, which one is the one that, uh, does the 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 environmental effect spiral essence waves it's the uh third charm in the tree this charm is greatly enhanced with blazing lotus form the energy surrounding the blazing lotus become tangible and dangerous to all within close range of her this environmental hazard has a damage of intelligence divided by two initiative per turn with a trauma of essence or two whichever is higher so since that the uh, since since the way that movement in uh, Exalted works is uh, basically you get to go closer or further away from one target, the basic idea is, is that if you're using that to if you're going to use that when that you're going up closer to Sabrine, you can uh, you can avoid your allies, but you're only going to be able to get to choose one enemy to be in close uh, range with. Unless, of course, the other enemy chooses to be in close range with you. Okay. I just didn't know if there's a way I could just run through and ping it on the enemies as I went. But if I just have to do one, then it's going to be Sabrine. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to rush from where I'm at, go up to her, and just, like, paw like blunt of the palm her right in the jaw and the, the teeth to try and shatter that and at, uh, with uh, my wave motion fist and activate my spiral essence waves. Okay. Um, she is going to spend uh, four essence to up her dodge by two or her evasion by two, putting her at a total evasion of five in response to this. Cool. Anything oh, yeah. For, um, for for the description of that, yes, I will absolutely give you a uh, two dot stunt of two dice and one auto success. Ten successes. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Eleven because one auto. Okay, so that puts you at uh, six. Uh, six over. Sabrine's soak is only a five uh, because she has no armor. And has a few charms that buff her stamina, but but essentially, yeah. So you have six over plus uh, whatever your damage is. 
which is seven. So that should be eight damage, I believe, uh, after you take the soak out. Yeah, because if she's got the five, then from the six, and then that'd be one plus the seven. And I assume overwhelm doesn't factor in. Uh, unless score the overwhelm only factors in if the overwhelm is lower than the or is higher than the seven. Oh, uh, so my damage of all unarmed withering attacks is increased by my essence. Fantastic. Then add that in as well. Uh, is it just uh, would it be a plus two or plus two dice? Plus two dice. Sorry, one more question because I don't usually get to use my form for attacking stuff. It says to use my intelligence in place of strength for unarmed attack damage, but I just have a flat seven written for damage. It's a light thrown weapon, and because you're in Blazing Lotus, that makes it a uh, artifact thrown weapon, right? I guess. I thought that I saw that, but that might be that might actually be wave motion cannon that I'm thinking of. It it just says the strength of her mind and knowledge of the world trumps pure physical strength, allowing the Blazing Lotus to use intelligence in place of strength for unarmed attack damage. Okay, so in that case, then you're using the damage on a th- regular thrown weapon instead of light thrown. I'm sorry, light thrown, which is seven. Plus your intelligence. Okay, so if I have my, if I'm in my form, it would make it twelve damage instead of the seven. Correct. Okay, so then I need to add five more dice, right? Uh, yes. All right. So with a successful hit, Elian goes up to nine, and then reaps six initiative from Sabrine, putting Elian at fifteen. And Sabrine goes down to five. Next is going to be Bilar, who is going to continue to try to attack Sabrine and interrupt them. Also, there's a little glowing thing that shows up now after that weathering attack. He is actually going to spend some essence on this as that uh, things are looking a little bit more dire than he thought. And since they have been attacked once... um, their dodge is now, their evasion is now at a four. Bilar hits with a threshold of eight. Jesus. Uh, also, when does she take the damage for being around me? I will do that in just a second. Sorry, I'm trying to keep everything. No, you, no you're fine. Uh, what, was, what, would, uh, what was the damage that she would take for the initiative? Two initiative per turn. I'm going to just say that that hits on your turn. So that would actually bring her down to three. And then she takes two trauma. I don't know what that means. Uh, Trauma is the, uh, the amount of time, uh, the amount of turns basically or rounds that uh, she has to re-roll it. So it's, oh, so it's an environmental hazard. Yes. So, um, basically what's going to happen is every, every two turns after this, she is going to take the trauma from the environmental hazard. Okay. It, it trauma is basically when that it would, when that the, uh, damage over time effect would tick. Got it. Okay. So then Bilar manages to get a really good hit, like 
way too good. Why did this NPC get this good of a hit? <laughs> Sabrina is down to negative two and Bilar shoots up to 21 <laughs> as that he hit once. Uh, so for the hit, he got one initiative. He then um, reaped eight initiative from Sabrine, which then because of everything else um, that you had done also put Sabrine into crash, which then gave him another five. Uh, Sora goes and is going to attempt to run the hell away as he is in completely over his head. Would any of you all like to stop him? Yes, I would. Yes. Britt, I believe that you are the closest one to him. How do you stop him? I'm not even going to have you roll. This man is immortal. Well, considering I'm still near the door, um, and I see him coming at me, I would like to, uh, I would like to put my bow down, take both my hands up close to my chest with the palms outward, and just shove as hard as I can towards Elion. Not to, like, bump into Elion, but, like, so Elion can do what they want to do to this gentleman. Elion, this guy is basically a pinball in you all's, uh, in you all's graphs. What do you want to do to him? Uh, I'm not even going to have you all roll for it. Oh, so you said you're knocking him my way? I'm basically taking both my hands and just doing a hard shoved into your direction. Cool. Uh, As Roly-Poly comes my way, I'm going to grab him tightly by the shoulders and just hold him there with my hands crackling with essence. I'm going to go down to right next to his ear. Do you regret what you did and your contribution to this whole place? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Will you ever do something like this again? No. And don't lie to me. I don't like liars. I'm going to say that uh, continuing this conversation any further would take you a little bit out of the moment of uh, you having a fae fae creature and an abyssal near you, but um, he is trying his best to respond, and it will happen over time, if that's fair. Oh, I'm I'm basically just gonna let this crackling whirlwind of energy. I'm just trying to like make him feel it with my hands like slowly crackling with essence around him as well, and just I have a, also a little rotating beacon of light around my head. He feels it. Uh, he's terrified. I believe no the uh, the fey creature still has a chance to go. Who it was Ferris that crashed it there is no there is no way for it to uh rip you down from from the heights of 19 and and do a turnaround so instead it's gonna do it's gonna do its best to take out divine this is if this works you guys might be in for a little bit of a it might have a better chance at the fight but if it doesn't, we're probably going, this is probably going to be the wind down point of it. Uh, so this thing is going to cross its long limbs at Divine and is going to pull out from its gossamer gown a sword made of horizon and go to slash across the dragon blooded from Wookshai. 
It'll be a cool scar, dude. Yeah, it will. Cody, would you like to... Uh, so I'm going to let you know, it is rolling 16 dice against you. How would you like to defend? How would you like... Uh, would you like to pump anything into the, all this? Would you like to use Roly-Poly as a shield? <laughs> Great. I don't think I have anything that defends against that much. Well, I mean, it's only rolling that many dice. It doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily get that many successes automatically, but... I'm gonna try to evade it by, like, as it goes up for the upswing, grabbing its arm and using its arm to, like, propel myself above its swing. Okay, that sounds rad. Um, I will give you an extra two dice to your evasion for that. So what does that put your evasion at? What's my evasion at? Five. All right, so it's got to hit five to hit you. See what I mean? Sometimes it's not that great. Uh, so, Cody, what is your soak? My soak is six. Are you wearing armor? Yes. It's ten. Uh, so that is going to be uh, thirteen damage that it's going to, or thirteen damage dice that it's going to get to come at you, uh, because the Horizon Sword has a damage of sixteen because it is a magical weapon. Oh my god! How how do I roll no successes on thirteen fucking dice? You rolled five ones. The only way that would make this any better is if Tyler was here to see it. I know. So it technically does get one initiative for hitting you. So it is now at initiative one. It is not crashed anymore. All right. So since it hit me but didn't do any damage, can we rephrase it that like when it swung up, uh, I like on its downswing, I grabbed its sword and just went with the momentum to like flip under it and back up on on its back. Yeah, that sounds fucking rad to me, dude. Because I just imagine this thing's like double my height and I'm just using it as a jungle gym at this point. So next up is going to be Bilar at 21. Bilar is going to look to you guys. Um, as, the G- as, as the GM, I want to look to you guys and I want to ask, do you want him to try and take out Sabrine or do you want to, do you guys want to do it? I do not like giving uh, the potential for killing blows to a NPC. That is a Christina question because that's your fight. Uh, I don't have an issue if he wants to to take her out, because I'm flustering um, Sora right now. So I don't have an issue unless uh, Ferris wants to take her out. I think Ferris is focused on the uh, the Fae. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm down for him taking her out. Like, I shot her once, but, like, the Fae was more of my fight than then Madam Madam Mummy. Elion just kind of gives him the nod. Blar uh, ducks and dives into Sabrine's uh, magical working and is going to take both of his daggers and try to jam them uh, like up through the pate of the mouth and into her brain. He's rolling uh, 13 dice and has to beat a... Uh, 
you attacked Sabrine last time. Uh, has to beat a fucking uh, has to beat a three. He does it. Now he gets to roll twenty-one damage dice. All zeros again. Literally everything but a six and a one. So uh, your boss of your your boss's boss's boss, and it to at least one of you, your older brother, takes his daggers. Uh, and the person who that you knew as a fairly helpful person who's generally there to is very caring as you guys have seen he specializes in medicine charms he that's his signature charms he's generally a very well-respected guy uh this is a side of Reshbalar that ferris has never seen before despite growing up with him as he jams both daggers into this mummy woman's skull and then pulls away in opposite directions, severing her the front half of her face from the rest of her skull. And Sinus Sabrine falls to the ground dead. Ferris, it is now your turn at 19. The, the fey creature's still up, right? Correct. After watching um, what happened with uh, Madame Mummy and just shock on Ferris's face, she uh, takes a deep breath to kind of like refocus herself and recenter herself. And as her eyes kind of linger on her brother for a moment, she turns back to the fey creature, the fire burning in her eyes. And goes to uh, pull her bow up and ready her shot. I assume that you're making a decisive attack. Yes. Okay. First off, that was an excellent description. So I'm going to give you an automatic success, two extra dice, and if you've spent and if you've spent any willpower, go ahead and regain one uh, for a three dot stunt. Next, uh, since this is a decisive attack, remember you don't uh, you are just rolling your uh, dexterity and archery and any extra di- uh, you're, you basically don't include your accuracy in this. So I'm going to spend uh, when Bilar went, that was top of initiative, right? And we did we gain essence back? You did gain essence back. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting to let you all know that. All right, now to make the decision. Do I want to uh, bonfire or do I not? Yeah, fuck it. Um, so I'm going to spend two motes for the unobstructed hunter's aim to uh, gain two extra dice. So that puts me at plus four extra dice. And then uh, my other four motes for death from nowhere to ignore the uh, soak. Um, it, it, uh, you don't have to use that. It doesn't have soak if you're using decisive. Okay, cool. Never mind. Then I will not spend that. I'll just spend the two motes for, uh, unobstructed hunter's aim. Well, I'll make it three motes to give me that extra one. So three extra dice and the two for the stunt. So it's five extra. So 15 dice, not including accuracy. So yeah, 15. 
Uh, and then for the uh, for, for the other two who did not get to see you go burning before, uh, what does Ferris's uh, a- burning anima uh, bonfire look like? This is actually my first time doing the bonfire. I didn't make it to bonfire last time. Oh, you're right. Alrighty. So Ferris's anima flares up, and it starts off as you know a fresh pine scents and um, mossy scents with like the humidity of like, a wet forest floor. A vision of a fox pops out. A the, It makes a sort of like painful like face as it starts to look more feral and start to grow wooden armor. And a what once was a flower crown on the fox's head turns into thorns and um, twiggy branches over its head. And it ends up getting a thick barky armor and looking very feral and mean. Wow. I, I wish that I could give you another stunt bonus for that. Cause that was a great description. So uh, you absolutely hit with nine successes. So roll 19 damage dice. Yes. Good. I would like to punch it. Good. Brit. Uh, not only how would you like to punch it? Good. But how would you like to do this? After uh, Ferris takes aim at the creature and her anima flares with the brilliant display, she lets loose the arrow, aiming straight for the middle of the skull of the creature. And with the force behind the arrow, cracks into the skull and just leaves a big dent or a big hole as the arrow goes clean through to the other side and into the wall behind the creature on the other side of the room. Fantastic. As the arrow goes through, the fey folk lays down and begins to rapidly calcify as its uh, long gossamer limbs begin to turn to stone and uh, begin to crack and creak and eventually turn rapidly to dust as the forces of the wild leave the the form of uh, its form, taking along with it all of its gossamer clothing and weaponry. The only people left in this room now are the people who are here to change over the brothel from its decadent and very uh, terrible leader who at some point at some point took on the mantle of uh, of something else that certainly looked like an anathema, but it was weird off. You've all never seen anything like that before. The only people here, besides you all, besides the family who matter, is the small girl who was hiding behind the door and a fat man with no shirt with his short hairs being burned off by essence from a martial artist. Christina, uh, the floor is yours to do with Danique Sora, as you will. Anybody have any rope? 
Uh, I have this, and I I guess I'll pull a vine from my hair if it's long enough. But I don't know if people can really get close to me if I'm in bonfire. I don't know. That's what okay. That... People shouldn't be close to me either. And I just stare down at him. You know what? I'll make this easier. And they're just gonna rear up and just try and punch his lights out. Just knock him out. Not murder him, but just knock him out. Okay. Uh, you knock him out. Yeah, it's one of those. They turn around to face him and just rear back and as it connects there's just this burst of essence and, and he just kind of like skids across the ground excellent are me and you having the same idea Christina maybe leave him on the guild's doorstep with a note that says you lost this and a kissy face well, kind of very very close Well, we can get to that next week. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. This one is for uh, Danny Sora. Wow. This one is for the mummy. And then this last one is for the big fey creature. Wow. Some of these people just cannot get a fucking break. Hey, hey, I don't want to hear shit with you rolling double tens on join battle for that mummy. Most of them did better than us. Everyone did better than me. Okay. Give me just one moment. That's fine. I'm getting my martial star, martial art stuff together. I'm at seven. I thought you were uh, at eight. Sora's at se- at eight. I'm at seven, and the phase at seven. Balar's at six, and Ferris is at five. You rolled four plus, but I gave you uh, a two dot stunt for your uh, your intro. So you got two extra dice and an auto success. Oh, I didn't add the auto success in. Okay. Yeah, so you would be at eight. You know what's funny? As a water aspect, I have stuff that helps me against being grappled. That's fantastic. Wait. Wait a minute. No, wait, you're right. Uh, I'm right. Your brother attacked Sabrine, so... Alright, I'm just trying to add all my dice together. So, five for dex, five for archery. It's ten... Plus the two that you're giving me is 12. Plus the two for unobstructed hunters aim is 14. Plus my three for accuracy. Yep. Wait, uh, quick question. Wouldn't Ferris at nine be next? Oh, I'm so... No, Divine's at 10. When did he get plus two? When did I miss that? No, I was at eight and got plus one and moved to nine. I thought that you were at nine and got... I dude, you you both uh the the two of you actually forgot that I gave you an auto success on for your two dot join battle stunt. I forget you can get an auto success. I always just think it's the two dice. Yeah, I have a uh, divine written down as ten. I also don't have everyone else's like updated except for like two others, but I did get that one. This is the one I missed. 
So now I know how combat works for this game. If you're the tank, don't expect the dice roller to let you hit the thing you're fighting. But if you got range, you're going to pick it apart. Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Can you feel it? 